You are now listening to the Smart City Podcast, Season 2, Above 3D. There's three guarantees in life. Death, taxes, and the Smart City Podcast bringing you 10,000 volts of pure power every time you tune in. So I welcome you. Now this episode is the introduction to Season 2 and the content that we have planned for this season. (laughs) You're going to be a monster by the end of it. You are going to have some serious horsepower, let me tell you that. You know that on this channel, we're taking angles on talking points that are non-obvious, not beaten to death, not doing the same thing as everybody else, and producing content that you can find anywhere else. Now, that's a level one, system one type of thinking right there. We got to go above 3D. This is also the second most ambitious movement on the planet right now. I say second because Elon Musk wants to go to Mars. So I'd say he's got to be having multiple smart cities that are people-owned and fixing the education system. Believe it or not, 37% of the listeners are American and the rest is from across the globe. So we have diversity in the listenership here. And we're going to keep expanding. Every single episode we grow, we get stronger. The movement is getting heard. We got big things. If you haven't been to the YouTube channel, you'll see ridiculous output of content. Delivering on those promises that we talked about in season one of having more polish. And now, by the end of this season, by the end of season two, I can guarantee you, if you put these practices into place and take the advice that is on this channel, I guarantee you that you will be ahead of 95% of the people that you come in contact with. If not more, but I'm going to be conservative. I'm going to say 95%. That's based on personal experience. Other people that have adopted above 3D model where we're not worried about trivial issues. We're not chattering and gossiping. We're focused on growing and self-development, taking on challenges, seeking them, thriving in those challenges, and It's a dead end. Once you conquer everything in the 3D world, everything else seems trivial and boring after that point. And see, that's the difference is because most podcasts, they go one of two ways. You got one side that's normally the gamer crowd, and they have their own speak, their own vernacular, and they develop their own inside jokes, which is great for them. I'm definitely not a hater. You're not going to hear weird sounds going off every 5 and 10 seconds. When I be screaming on this channel, side is when there's something educational. It's a hired actor reading off the facts. And you can tell they don't want to be there. They're collecting their check and they're getting out. No. On this channel right here, it is coming from the heart. It is coming from a passionate place every single time. The machine behind me is ridiculous. We are putting all resources in to making this thing what it needs to be. And every single episode is an improvement. And we're working and living the advice that we're giving you because we are going to improve every single episode. Every season is going to get better. That's the commitment. We don't get complacent. That's why the current listenership is growing. is because you know when you listen to this podcast, you and your thinking improve. Your mood improves. You feel lighter. That fl- It's about talking about non-obvious things. Because we're not trying to be like anybody else. When we talk about education, we're talking about things that matter. Stuff that is applicable to your life. And where do we pull those insights from? Places that you wouldn't normally look. 
or see the connection and pattern from. That's built on reverse engineering many arts, sciences, the latest in psychology, the latest in business philosophy, the latest in technology, and everything in between. Borrowing from uncommon places and putting it together to where each episode you take what's useful to you and you incorporate it. We are challenging our own thinking. We're using design thinking, models thinking. We're eliminating bias. We're eliminating the 3D world that we realize has completely become even more and more absurd. And we're getting this message out to the people that need to hear it the most. That's what this season's about. It's definitely not for everybody, so we're not going to have middling opinions on things. Most of it, we're going to be looking at it objectively. We're going to look at both sides of the argument, allow you to establish what you think based on what is presented. We're not going to take common topics just because that's what's popular. We're not trying to reach the masses. Oh, no. No, no, no. We're not trying to reach any masses. We're trying to reach the right community, the right group of people. And the difference is it's a lot harder on this channel to reach that audience and group them together because it's not as easy as slapping some label, taking one look at someone, and then being able to mobilize a group of a thousand people with a hashtag or based on 3D level character traits, 3D identifiers, 3D symbols. I couldn't pick you out from a crowd. I wouldn't know where to look, so we have to go a layer deeper. We have to connect through the mind. The beautiful thing about this format is it's sound, so I'm connecting with you through vibration, frequency, the mission. If anybody thinks that this thing's going away, no, we're just getting started. We are just getting started, and it's only going to get better. We're going to have fun on this channel, too. But I'm excited, and do not take you for granted. I'm excited to have you. So let's get this show on the road. We are growing rapidly, and that's for good reason. That's the pendulum that I'll refer to. And it's also time to enter the next phase of what this podcast is about and what has been outlined in the very early episodes. For my new listeners out there, as I see, we are gaining quite a bit. And all from all over the world too, so salute to you guys. Welcome. But what we had outlined at the very beginning was during this smart city movement, the goal has always been the same, to eventually have citizen-owned smart city that has the best training and development programs for a wide range of useful skills that will prepare our youth to contribute value and have meaning in their life and be able to contribute that value to society. The difference between season one and two, look at season one as your feet are just hovering off the floor just a little bit. We were getting introduced and ready to make that descent, and this is the full descent now in season two. We're going above 3D, we're leaving those issues behind us, we're gonna do some deconstructing a little bit, and that way, your mind is going to be clear. You'll wonder, why was I even stressed about that? I cannot believe I let that bother me before. Or, I can't believe I wasted all that time arguing about something that is useless, that doesn't progress anybody, and now I see why I was doing it. You would be what I would consider a tweener. You're on that fence. And so, I welcome the tweeners on this channel because 
is sometimes you just need the power of suggestion. You just need to know what's available. Right now, your head is swamped with terrible content, all pushing some agenda of some sort, whether it's political or religious. And you'll be happy to know that I am neither. I'm not religious. I'm also definitely not atheist. I'm also not party affiliated, nor do I care about those politics. I might make fun of it every once in a while because of the mentality that goes behind it. That's about as far as it is. So when I say that Mr. Smart City does not care about 3D issues, I mean everything that is 3D issues with the exception of youth corruptors and animal abusers. There's going to be one-off degenerates. There's going to be the murderers out there who kill for fun. I understand that. I think it would be common sense that I don't support that. But if we had to group a common enemy together, it would be youth corruptors, number one, and number two is animal abusers. And why? Because those, they are in the closest form, in their closest form to truth. It isn't until we get older that we get bombarded and information overload start shaping the reality and our identity, our experiences that we have together. The good, the bad, they start to shape and build the identity. The younger you are, the less information you have and the more in touch you are with your natural instincts. When you're born as a baby, you come in crying. Later, you know how to ball your hand up into a fist and hit before you're told it's wrong. And you're coached to be a valuable member of society and learn civilized rules. But there's still... This inherent part, that's the most basic foundation that we each have. And that's called respecting your DNA. The fundamental root is how you make sense of the greater above 3D world. And you will see how trivial this this 3D world is, how absurd it is. When you really start to break down everything to its most common denominator, its lowest fraction, you will see how ridiculous everything in the 3D world is. Luckily, if you look at the grand scope of life and how long it's been around, you'll notice that your life and the ones before you, your ancestors, for 80 years approximately is what we get to live. That is not even viewable. If it was on a, on a graph and you had to plot it out, you wouldn't even be able to see that little microcosm of your life, that little small example, it would be invisible. You'd have to really blow it up and even then it would just be a little speck, a nothing. But yet we worship this 3D world and the laws that are governing it by humans. We don't worship the laws of nature. And what are the laws of nature? What am I referring to? Well, first of all, if I ever talk about God, higher power, a designer, creator. What I'm referring to is something completely beyond a 3D concept. It is way above a 3D comprehension. See, when you get these heated debates between atheists and the most devout religious people, The problem is, with both of them, is that they have both agreed upon this idea of God and what that means, as if it's some active ruler that meddles around in the affairs of humans every day. But excuse me, something that 
powerful that could build all this? Do you think they'd be like a nosy neighbor, just meddling around things, a puppet master? There's systems. There are systems put in place on this planet that keep a natural order of balance. And when things are way too skewed one way, those numbers are rebalanced by some event. And it happens every single century, every decade there is an event that tips something that changes society. It's never stagnant. It's not. It's never new, but it's not stagnant. It goes around and around and around in, in a cycle. That's the problem. They humanize something that is completely beyond their comprehension. Here's a good example of that. Let's say that you could eat 10 full pizzas every single day, not get full and not get fat, have no health repercussions. If everybody was able to do that, pizza would almost be like cigarettes, but it's not. What would happen? You get sick and you would probably die. Why? Why is that? It's pretty selfish to do that. And if people had no way of physically stopping themselves, because most people are slaves to their bodysuit, this chemical bodysuit that we wear, this vehicle that we use to explore this world, this 3D world, fast, fast, fast. If water was that way, maybe it's not the tastiest thing in the world. I personally love it, but it is a natural element. You don't think throughout history that there wouldn't be one jackass out there that would take a straw and then try and drink the world's resources just because, just because they could. Exactly. Those laws were put into place to stop people like that from killing the whole world. And it would have been done. Somebody would have tried to drain the water and drink it. And you see that in all of the ecosystems in this world. You look at the animal kingdom. There is an extraordinary amount of bees that are just dying out of nowhere. And that's throwing off the pollen, honey supply. And so what happens is those animal ecosystems with the predator and prey dynamic have to go out and find a new source of food. Is run by this math. If you drink too much water, you die. There's 24 hours in a day. If you tried to stay up all night long, you would have serious health repercussions. So you're forced to. If you don't do it, your body will. It'll shut down. That's a non-negotiable. You have to sleep, else you will die. Your heart starts to race. Adrenaline courses through you. And you didn't even tell it to do that. It was an automatic response. And a whole range of chemicals started flooding through your body. And just the right amount. Because we know that if you spike too much in one way, like we see with heroin overdoses, your body will have an adverse reaction. You'll have a stroke, cardiac arrest, and that is another law. You cannot violate these laws. If you do, if you try to go off script, you die. If humans wanted to go live underwater, they can't. And trust me, if they could, they would, and they would have conquered everything and anything on that floor, on that ocean floor, because that's what humans do. That is the law of nature. It is natural to explore, go after information, eat, sleep, sex, just like every other animal. And those are our governed truths that we have to abide by or else we die, and you don't play the 3D game any longer. Your player is gone. Okay. So by understanding the rules, you know how they work and how they govern things. You start to notice these patterns. 
and you notice, you can see things almost like 20 steps before they happen. You develop a razor sharp intuition, see how everything would have a domino effect. When somebody tries to take over the whole entire world, events and a random chain of events happen to always just stop it in just the nick of time. You see, when I refer to the laws of nature, higher power, creator, what I'm really referring to is that algorithm right there. We also know that if the earth was 500 degrees, we wouldn't be here. So there's a set number of temperature. That's another number. That's another law. All of these laws come together to shape this reality as we know it. And everything else is just a byproduct as a reaction to it. So if you were born alone in a room that was all white and you weren't let out until you're 25, you would freak out if you went into the world because your, your brain is not used to processing billions and billions of megabytes of data. All of these labels that you would try to automatically assign are just 3D. 